All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week, we are diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I'm your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and I am here with the amazing Natasha Clark. Natasha, I'm so excited to speak with you. Um, I, I, we are very aligned on what we're going to talk about today, so I can't wait to hear it. Um, so Natasha is a mindset and business coach who helps female entrepreneurs to build their online service-based businesses without the hard hustle. She teaches how to blend soul and strategy to create the income and impact you desire. So thank you again, Natasha, for joining. This is really, really exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. I, so I'm going to start off my typical start off question. I'd love to hear in your words, how do you help your clients? So how I help my clients is I love to, like you said, kind of in the intro, is to blend the soul with the strategy. Because I, especially starting off my entrepreneur journey, which feels like a lifetime ago now, but five years ago, all I was ingrained with, you had to hustle, you've got to work harder. And at the time, I was working uh, full-time modeling, as well as doing a modeling agency, as well as starting my own coaching business. Mm -hmm. So there was no, like I wasn't someone that didn't want to work hard, but I was ingrained into me that you get up earlier don't sleep as much like just constantly and I was like this doesn't feel good and yes you know I hit you know you hit, hit successful marks in your business but it it never felt ah uh, yeah. and I can't I'd love to be able to explain what that ah uh, all I can do is yeah. and that's what I'm going to teach my clients that you don't have to hustle hard for success if anything then I've been more successful than the least um, hustle and that mentality that I've been doing, the more soul I've been doing, that's where I've got the most results. So I want to help as many female entrepreneurs to do that exact same thing. So it's kind of a balance of that, that creative feminine energy and the masculine energy of taking action and go, go, go. Yes. Um, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs, I, I know I've struggled with this, um, can really focus on that masculine, gotta go, gotta get it done, gotta take action, the hustle as you're talking about. And it really just leaves us completely burned out. We might yeah. make success, but never get that feeling that, that you're talking about. And that's, I think for me, that's the whole point of being a business is to get that feeling. Yes. And also with the whole reason we all start our businesses is for freedom. Right. It, it's freedom right. if you're working more hours than God sends that's, uh, and you're not getting the results for it and you just feel burnt out and tired and you're resenting the business for it. That's not freedom. The whole point of freedom is living life on your terms, working with who you want to, that feels good for you, making the money you want to do and doing what you want to do in your day-to-day -day life. That to me is freedom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So how did you discover this for yourself? I think in all honesty, burning out, burning yeah. out and realizing that this hustle method doesn't work. It's very short term and it's not going to give you, Natasha, what you actually want because people, when they start from business, they, they, they strive for money goals. And then when they hit those money goals, but they're exhausted, well, then that isn't freedom. And I think for me, it was a real awakening, um, especially the fact I suffer with chronic back pain. So I've got degenerative disc disease. So on top of the hustle and getting up earlier and the lack of sleep, and I'm also at the time I was taking morphine. So it was 
really my health was going kind of downhill and I had to kind of have that wake up call to go this isn't the life that you dream of so what does it mean for you Natasha to sit back like actually sit down Natasha and journal about what's important to your life because right now you're not feeling free and it was until I had that awakening where I really kind of lent in to what felt good and now my whole business is run on what feels good literally does that like I'll have a call with a client like a one-on-one client it's like I want to work with you I have to I have to feel that energy I have to feel that connection to be like yes I can help her boom let's go like that to me is more than any money in the world wow that's really really refreshing that's really (laughs) amazing good for you that's really really amazing how do you get past that that kind of that I want to say drive fear need of like Uh, just needing to do it all fear of missing out on something and just staying aligned with what actually you want to do with what you feel that energy with feel that spark with how how do you how do you combat that that fear yeah I think that's a great question I think that all comes down to comparison Mm. when you are focusing truly on your needs and not wanting to make X amount of money because you saw someone on social media doing it, not wanting a book deal because you feel that's what all entrepreneurs should do, or not wanting to fill in the blank because somebody else, what if you were to actually just lean into what feels good to you? I've got clients that make, you know, seven figures, but are not happy in their business because it doesn't bring them freedom. Right. So who's more successful? Somebody that doesn't make seven figures. I've also got clients that are very happy making 60K um, a year and they work one day a week and they just love it. They love the freedom of it and they love the the recurring income that comes in from it. Right. So I think it's really focusing on stop. What I would suggest is stop following people on social media that trigger you. And what I mean by this is if you're watching somebody and it inspires you, it makes you feel, oh, wow, yeah, look what Olivia's doing. That's so cool. Natasha's doing this. Wow, they're showing me what is possible. Great. Keep following them. If somebody's triggering you going, oh, they just bought a Range Rover. I want a Range Rover. Why am I not good enough? Why haven't I done this? I've been doing business for X amount of years now. Why am I not making this money? Uh-uh, no. Stop making this about somebody else and you have to lean into. It's really good. Like I always say, Jealousy isn't a bad thing. And it's tagged with the line that you shouldn't be jealous. All jealousy is doing is bringing up something that maybe you may not have realized how much you want this. So if you're seeing something on social with your dream car and you're like, oh, I don't have this. Great. What it's showing you is how much you do want this. But let's not focus on the fact of poor you. You haven't got the Range Rover yet. And life is so woe me. Let's focus in on your journey and how we're going to get you to that point. Because everyone's entrepreneur journey is different. Some people will have gone down this route and still be successful. Someone else will go down this route and still be successful. But if we focus on you and your journey, that's then when I feel like you'll never give up on your journey. And for all the times that have been hard, and as you know, as one entrepreneur to another, business can be tough. It can be challenging. You know, that's why we have coaches. That's why we bind programs because we want that help to bring us to that next level inward as well as externally strategy as well as soul so I feel like once you can blend the pair of them together and focus on what you want and why you want that that's then when you can get that true success yeah absolutely and I love that distinction you made between you know seeing someone on social and using seeing if they that, you know, inspire you, if it's something that you want to aspire to be like something that helps you dream bigger and kind of reach further versus those negative feelings that brings about that imposter syndrome, you know, of, 
I don't have that. I'm not good enough. Why can't I do that? Why can't I be like them? I think noticing those distinctions, that's incredibly, incredibly powerful just to be able to notice that right there and and cut that, cut that out. (laughs) Yeah. Because whatever you're attaching that to, so you have a, a thought about something, you're attaching it to a belief, which doesn't mean anything, but you're programming your mind to believe it means something. Well, that person has made this much money, so it must mean that I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I can't do this, I don't, I'm not articulate enough, I don't dress like other entrepreneurs. All of this rubbish that we tell ourselves, yeah. that we really believe, may I just add, I had all of this, you know, coming from a model background, I didn't believe that I was smart enough. I be- believed that you could only be paid for how you looked or your measurements. Mm-hmm. So I had to work through all of that, that, that you can be successful in your own right. And also I didn't come from an entrepreneurial background. So yeah. this was all alien to me. This was like, oh my gosh, what? You can run a business? Like, oh my goodness, <laughs> right? So I had so much work to do. And I think that's why I'm so passionate because it only feels like yesterday when I did start. So when these limiting beliefs come up, these stories, we have to attach it to, okay, in, let's go inwards to our heart and our soul that everybody has. Because we're just, we're, we are having a spiritual we are spiritual, right? In an, in a physical experience, that's all it is. Right. So as soon as we can lean into how am I feeling and what would make, what if I was to do this, how would that make me feel? And make decisions based on that and know innately that you are enough. Not I'm enough when I make hundred K I'm enough when I drive this car. I'm an, no, you are enough just as you are. Show yeah. up as that badass, authentic boss lady that you are and that's then what attracts that success to you it's energy yeah absolutely absolutely so you said one thing as peeking through your website earlier and there were a couple lines that stood out to me um you said that to completely light up your soul and bank balance without overwhelm and hustle and that that stuck out to me because um at least a lot of the women I work with there seems to be this this kind of negative energy around bank and money and, and saying that you can light up your soul. You can be, you can have that energy, that light in your life, that feeling and still increase your money, increase your bank balance. Um, Sometimes seems like such a dichotomy to people. Have you experienced that at all? Or have you helped with clients deal with, with kind of um, making those things a little more streamlined? Yes, both. I actually had a client message me the other day and she was like, Tash, does it really get to be this easy? And I'm like, yes. Once you align to your purpose and you've got you've got to blend the strategy. Listen, I'm not just saying you can manifest your dreams and it all happens, right? You've got to take the inspired action. You've got to know, you've got to create the PayPal button. You've got to show up on social media, right? All those things have got to blend. And I'm like, yes. And she's like, I'm finally getting it. I'm getting how I can sell from my soul and it doesn't feel salesy. And I think for me, I didn't believe that. But I'm being totally honest, when I first worked with my first coach, which was £5,000 for a group program, which I nearly fell off the chair, I was in debt. So there's no way I had this just underneath the bed. So when she said that she made six figures and she worked part-time, I thought, I'm calling BS on this. There's no way. Like in my own head, there's no way. Again, I wasn't aware of this. And then I joined her group program and I realized there was 55 girls in there. Yeah, do the maths. She's not alive. This is what she does, right? And I saw she did only work one day a week at this particular time when she was doing this program. And it really opened my eyes to, wow, what if it can be easy? And what if it's a choice? 
Do I mean that when you first start in business, you make 10K months? No, I certainly didn't. I know I might be different to many entrepreneurs. I know lots of people make it straight away. I didn't. I think I was probably 18 months since my business before I made it. And I actually had a bottle of French champagne, my favorite, mm-hmm. in the fridge. And it was um, 10K month. And I was only going to open that when I did it. So every month I'd be like, I'm going to do it. Didn't do it. And I'd open and see the champagne. I'd be like, I'll see you next month. Every month, just literally keep working through it, Tash. Come on, keep believing it. And I had to keep visualizing what it felt like to earn that money, not where I was. I couldn't think about the fact I was in debt or the fact I wasn't signing clients. I couldn't focus that. You've got to focus on where you're going. Soon as I did, boom, I was like, and now it's time to open that champagne. So of course, when you first start out, it can be challenging. Can it really be this hard? Uh, sorry, this easy and make money. That of course, there's challenging times in business. There is. There's times where it, the business calls for more of my time and I have to be in it. Fine. But also it's on my terms. It's like, okay, this feels good to me. So I'm going to do it. So yes, in answer to your question, you absolutely can. But I believe it comes from a belief system. And I was very much ingrained into the money story of you have to work hard. Hence why I was working three jobs. Because if you want to make money, you've got to work hard for that. And it's taken me a long time to work through that money story to really understand that you don't. And it's just a belief that's so ingrained that we believe it to be absolute truth. And I kind of take, it really excites me when my clients go, I don't think I can do this. I'm like, oh you wait <laughs> working on this right and then they get to that point they're going oh my god I can't believe I'm like yes but it wasn't just the strategy that got you there and they all say this they're like oh my gosh it was because I learned from you how to lean in the inner work is way more important than the strategy that I'm going to teach for sure but you've got to believe and you have to go all in because your brain's going to bring up the monkey and go you can't do this you're not good enough you can't make that money there's no way you can do this no way it can be this easy and it's very easy to go into that ego and go it's right I can't do this that's where soul needs to take the driving seat and go no we freaking can do this and it can be this easy yeah absolutely it's I remember when I first got started I had this very real money block you know, this income ceiling of this is what I'm supposed to make as a person. This is what, you know, my my dad made. This is what good money looks like. And it's just that for the year. And I could not get past that amount. And then I remember starting to kind of lean into this mindset and the energy of it as you're, as you're talking about and, and starting to explore that and doing the inner work a little bit more. And then I hit that, that annual amount within a month. And it was like, oh, wow, this is like, what else can I do? Like, it was, it was crazy just how much that one getting through that, that block kind of opened my eyes to all these other shifts that you can make by focusing on this internal work. Um, Absolutely. And also it never stops. Yeah. Like now my next goal is to get to seven figures, right? Yeah. So now there's more money stops that are coming up. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, making six figures was easy. Making this, blah, blah, blah. But now it's that now I need to, what are the blocks that are coming up now to get me to the next level? So don't ever, ever think your money story, like working on your money is finished. Because it never is. It's yeah. an ongoing development for the rest of your life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so can, can you talk a little bit about the law of attraction and how it's worked in your life and your business and, and what you focus on with that specifically? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like one of my favorite topics. <laughs> um, what I love about it is that 
that nothing is impossible, like anything you can manifest. And as soon as you can kind of get your head around, you know, manifesting the free coffee and you manifest the free car parking space and you really start to open up because the law of attraction doesn't know or understand the difference between a free coffee or making a 50k month. It doesn't know the difference. We're the ones that put the limits on it. We're like, yeah, Starbucks could give me a free coffee, but make it 50k. Oh my gosh, no. Right. So we've put the limitations on it. And as soon as you kind of work through that manifestation process to get you to that point where you are open to receiving, which is key, right? We can all say, yeah, we want more money. But if we haven't actually worked on the blocks that stop us from receiving, Mm -hmm. it's not going to come. Because what will happen, which did with me, is when I was starting my business, and I was making money, I was spending money very quickly because that's all I knew back in the day when I was working, um, earning good money modeling, I was also spending it. And it was all for quick validation, a nice designer bag, nice holiday, a fancy restaurant, you know. And what it, what it teaches you is that's not the core of who you are. Mm-hmm. That isn't what makes you who you are, why you're enough. It doesn't matter what car you drive, how much money you have. You have to know that you are enough. And having that energy inside of you and that enoughness, when it comes to manifest, you've got to believe innately that you are deserving of that. So I have a vision board next to me here. And I always dream, I kind of have a, a dream and then I have a, an even bigger dream. Mm-hmm. And I always look to it because it inspires me to want more and push more and, and really kind of lean into my desires and why they're important to me. And I truly believe that when I met my husband, he'd obviously, this was all like complete woo-woo stuff to him, like manifest the what? Like he was like, and I remember when we got, we were going for our house. And we went to go and see this new build and I fell in absolute love with it. I was like, oh my God. And we had like a small bedroom flat where my office was in the kitchen sitting room. So if Michael wanted to come in and watch the football, no, 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 darling, I'm working. You're going to have to go into the bedroom, right? It was literally like this. So us moving to this house was like, oh my gosh. And we fell in love with it. It was a four bedroom house. It had an office downstairs. It overlooked the countryside. And I was like, this is the one. And of course, as they do here in the UK, they show you the house, then they show you the price. And it was 100K over the budget. So it was like, oh my gosh. So Michael's very logical. So he came out and he's like, okay, we can't get the house. And I'm like, why? And he's like, well, because darling, we don't have the extra 100K. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. we don't worry about the why, Michael. What we worry about, no, sorry, we don't worry about anything. We focus on our desire. So I got a print out of the house and I put it into our flat on the kitchen fridge and every day I'd be like I'm so grateful for this house I can't believe it it just feels so amazing to be in this office I'd done a mood board of what my office would look like and Michael probably thought I was like gone cuckoo like mm-hmm. is she joking me is she just gonna pour a thousand pounds a hundred thousand grand out of it I'm like you just never know so then when the estate agent called us they said listen we've got um this exact house in a different location like 10 minutes down the road would you like to see it and I was like yeah yeah brilliant now this show home wasn't available so we had to go to a different one walked in exact same house same square footage amazing the views were actually even better and it was a hundred thousand pound less <laughs> and Michael, like, he just looked to me and I was like sold we'll buy it and he was like I can't understand 10 minutes down the road 10 minutes down the road the same square footage everything and this is where you've got to believe and trust the process can it be challenging yes but that's where where you have to lean in and stop focusing on the like what Michael wanted to do the why oh but how are we going to do this and the logical part of it that's not manifestations about your job's not the how your job is to declare and put it out there this is exactly what I want then your job is to know that it's happening like you've got to feel like it's a done deal like I did I was living in that house even though I wasn't like logically in this 3d realm I wasn't in that house but in here and in here I was in that house 
And that's what got us the house. Same with this house. So I just feel like you have got to stop being focusing on the society, the third, you know, where we are right now or the situation you're in right now is just temporary. Just because of where you are right now does not mean you can't be a fill in the blank in a, a month's time, a year's time, 10 years down the line. And if you read or look up to any successful person and hear their stories about maybe some of them were like homeless on the street and now they're a multi-millionaire. Right. Does that make sense? Is that, I don't believe in the word logical. I don't, because I think anything is absolutely freaking possible if you believe in it. And you take the inspired action, of course. Yes, yes, the inspired action part. You can't yeah. just sit and have things fall in your lap. There is, you know, something that comes that you need to do. But I, I love it. Your story is very inspirational. And so I'm going to put you on the spot here real quick. Um, <laughs> could you give the listeners some quick action tips that they can do if they want to start, if they have this big goal in mind, something they want to do, um, how do you recommend them getting started with kind of switching their mindset and, and working on this, this positive manifesting? Okay. Right. So firstly, let's, let's get the go in mind. So let's say you say to me, whatever it could be, let's say, okay, I want to make hundred K this year. Let's just say that's what it is. I'm like, okay, fine. Why? I want you to journal down your why. And it cannot be because I want to make hundred K. That's not your why you need to go deeper. And there's something called the seven layers of why. So when, for example, you ask somebody why ask them again, and you will eventually get down to the core because the money is just energy. It's literally an exchange of services. Mm -hmm. I coach you, you pay me. It's just energy, right? So the money isn't what actually is going to bring you happiness. What are you going to do with that 100K? What does that look like? Is it the family holidays? Is it um, investments? Is it retiring your partner? What does it look like? And what is that 100K going to mean to you? Then what we do is we break that down. So let's say you're saying, okay, well, I'm a coach. I'm literally just plucking this idea out of my head. I'm a coach and my services are a thousand pounds. Okay, well, we only need a hundred clients. Literally, that's it. For the whole year, a hundred clients, like, that's not a lot. Depending on your price point, we'd have to change it. Then you're starting to get into the belief system. Oh, okay, this is believable. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, it's a hundred thousand pound. This is what I charge my clients. This is how many clients I need. Then I want you to seek the evidence because your brain is going to go, you can't do that. You've never made that before. There's no way you could get hundred clients. You can't even get one client. You've just started or yes, last month was a great month, but this month won't be. So I want you to seek evidence. I want you to find five people in and around your world, whether it's people, maybe, maybe you come from an entrepreneurial background. Great. If you don't, what about someone on social media? What about ex um, success stories of like Nike? Facebook, those types of people that have manifested, achieved the goals that you want to achieve, or even not X amount those results, right? Mm -hmm. So now your brain is starting to see the evidence because your brain doesn't know the difference between fact and fiction. Right. But now you're starting to say, okay, well, this can be true because Olivia's done it, Hannah's done it, Tuna's done it, right? So you're giving your brain that example. Then once we've got the why and we've got the strategy, then we need to lean into the feeling of what does it feel like and journal on this that you've made it. It's done. That you get to the end of the tax year and your tax guy says, oh my God, you've just, you've done it. You hit your figures. You're like, I want you to lean into that feeling, whatever that feeling is and journal it down. So close your eyes, feel into the feeling, put your hands on your heart, take a nice deep breath in, nice exhale out. And what are those feelings that you're feeling? Is it joy? Is it freedom? Do you feel exhilarated? Like, what is it about that that you're feeling? And journal those feelings down. 
And your task is every single day to do something that gives you that feeling. So let's say one of the feelings that came up was joy or freedom. And right, every single day, you may not have that 100K in your bank and your brain's going to go, well, don't have that money. I want you to go, okay, my feeling is for that money is freedom. What will allow me to have freedom today? Do you know what? I'm just going to go and pick a coffee shop and choose any coffee off the menu. And you're like, but Tasha, that doesn't make me 100K. Yes, it does. Because you're leaning to the feeling of 100K. Stop thinking it's the 100K. It's not. It's the feeling which is going to create the 100K, which the 100K creates the feeling. So you've got to lean into that feeling now. And literally, you should be smiling. You should be, it really should be kind of filling up your whole body of those feelings of, it's done and it's happening. And as soon as you feel like it's done, it is done. It's like going to a restaurant, having your menu out and saying, oh, I have a glass of the Savignon Blanc, please, New Zealand. And you're like, okay, cool. And then you keep chatting to your girlfriends. You're like, oh my God, so yesterday was so fun. And guess what happens? He comes with a glass. You wasn't going, did I give him the right wine? Did I, did, I, did I speak to the waiter? Did I not? I wonder if they've got Savignon. You don't. You're just so sure that that guy is gonna bring your wine over and it's gonna be amazing. And then he does. That's the same belief you've got to have. You've got to hold the faith. And just to finish that and caveat that by saying, holding the faith looks like when it doesn't look like it's going to happen. When you're in the 11th month and you feel like you're nowhere near that 100K, you need to hold and trust in that feeling that it's going to happen. And then when you get to that 12th month, you're like, boom, yes. I've had so many launches where it looks like it doesn't look like I'm going to hit the goal. So many. So, so, so many. And then you hold on to that feeling and you're like, ah. And sometimes the launch hasn't even gone the way I thought it was going to go, but it may have got me two one-on-one, three one-on-one clients. And I'm like, oh, okay, got there in the end. It doesn't matter. Remember the how, it's mm-hmm. the destination and it's enjoying that process to that destination. That's the key. I love it. It's brilliant, brilliant. They love the metaphor of sitting down and ordering something and yeah, just trusting that it's going to show up because that's essentially what we're doing. We're ordering, putting that order into the universe saying, this is what I want. And then trusting that it is going to show up for us. Yes. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so, so much for talking with us today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, If people want to continue the conversation with you, how can they get in touch? Yeah, sure. I am on Instagram at Natasha Clark Coaching. I kind of hang out there every day, especially in the Insta stories. So yeah, just come along, drop me a DM and and tell me how much you might have took from this podcast, how much you enjoyed it, what were your kind of big nuggets. I would love to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again. And thanks everyone for joining us this week on Marketing Like a Mother. If you found value in the show today and want to support some fellow mompreneurs, we would really appreciate a rating or even just telling a friend about the show. We will be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses. Until then, take care.